Hi, I'm Dr. Ray Calabrese. Welcome to my podcast, Journey from Grief to Healing. Grieving is difficult. I know. I lost my best friend and wife after a long marriage. In this series of podcasts, you'll discover what you are experiencing physically and emotionally is normal. Healing is possible. Remember, love always wins. Life will get better. Episode 50. I was still feeling great after I returned from Dolly's house. When I was there for Christmas, it was the first time I had been happy in months, and it felt good. I knew I had lots of work to do, and I had an occasional pop of an emotional storm. It didn't last as long as they had been lasting, and I was grateful for that. I think I'm handling them a lot better. I met with them the day after New Year's at the coffee shop. We arrived at the coffee shop within minutes of each other. We hugged and exchanged a Happy New Year greeting. We took our drinks to an outside table and sat in the sun. I love the South Texas sun, even in the summer. I told them about my trip to Dolly's house and how I believed I had a Christmas healing. Em said it was Ray's Christmas miracle, and I couldn't agree more. You were surrounded by love, Ray. Love conquers all. Recall, you put love wins on Barb's gravestone. Did you have any insights over the holidays, Ray? I did, Em. I feel as if I'm gaining the strength to swim upstream, just like the salmon. I'm feeling as if I can do this, Em. I'm going to get through. It's really the first time I've felt this way. Em sat her drink down and leaned forward. That is really good news. Swimming upstream is a courageous act. It's built into our DNA, but we have to trust life. The salmon intuitively trust life. The life force is within them. As humans, the life force is present. It is just as strong in us as it is in the salmon. It becomes complicated because we have the freedom of choice. We can say yes to life and swim upstream, or we can quit and fold our tent. As long as you continue to swim upstream, Ray, you're saying yes to life, you're saying yes to the light. How's the tug of war going? Have you had any swimming upstream adventures? I paused for a moment. Yeah, I'm thinking about my trip to Las Vegas. It's in two weeks. Las Vegas was our go-to place. We always went to the same casino. We made lots of friends there. I'm not sure I'm ready to go. It will be an upstream swimming adventure. Em paused and sipped her drink. She raised her eyes to mine. Don't back out, Ray. Don't you dare do it. You go to Las Vegas. It will be a big, small step. Em knew how to pull my chain. The little boy in me never refused a dare. I replied, you think so? When I mention it to neighbors, they give me a look that seems to say, why are you going to Las Vegas? Are you going alone? Em scoffed. You of all people, Ray, don't live your life by what others think or say. I nodded. Each time you choose to tug on the side of life or to swim upstream, You're committing an act of love. My advice? Going to Las Vegas is tugging on the side of life. It's an act of love. How is going to Vegas an act of love, I asked. It is an act of love toward yourself, Ray. With each small act of love, you begin the process of relearning how to love yourself. It's not easy pulling away from the darkness. At times, it must seem as if the darkness has a magnetic attraction for you. You know a force field trapping you and preventing living a full, authentic, happy life. 
I never thought of it that way, Em. She continued, The step you're taking when you go to Vegas is full of daring. It's a leap into the unknown. I will definitely be stepping out of my comfort zone, Em. There are a dozen people there to whom I'll have to tell my story. So? You'll get stronger each time you tell it, Ray. With each dare, your grieving releases a bit of its hold. Daring to risk is dancing with uncertainty. You know how to hit hard, Em. What's the alternative? Em didn't wait for me to answer. I'm sharing what I learned from my experience. You're strong enough to start taking dares. Trust God that where you're weak, he is strong. Dare to act. Dare to do the things you don't want to do, Ray. Dare to live life, and grieving will gradually lose its grip on you. Do you know the biggest obstacle to daring to live? I shrugged my shoulders. I had no clue. I guessed. I imagine people are afraid. They don't do what they should do. The learning curve is too steep. I was thinking of my personal experience. Fear is a reason, but not one of the two reasons that prevent us from moving ahead to a happy and meaningful life. The only time fear becomes real, Ray, is if we let it prevent us from acting. When we stand up to our fears and take constructive action, we recapture a bit of our freedom. Our two biggest obstacles are excuse-making and not letting go of the past. If you really want to live life and let grieving slip away, stop making excuses and let go of the past. But what if, excuse-making, Em said. There are times when, excuse-making, Em repeated. A text flashed on Em's phone. She looked at it. She turned to me. I've got to go, Ray. When you find a peaceful space, reflect on excuse-making and letting go of the past. It will be good for you. Em slipped her iPhone into her handbag. We stood and hugged. She said, let's have coffee about 10 tomorrow morning. I'm looking forward to your thinking on excuses and letting go. Ciao. I watched Em drive away. The first thought that came to me was, I can't let go of the past because. I stopped and realized I was making an excuse. It's been easier for me to live in the past where I was happy than to figure out how to live in the present. I realized I've developed excuse-making into a professional skill, where excuses roll off my tongue as easy as grass turns green in the spring. If I really wanted to dance with suffering and grieving, I will let go of what holds me with a death grip to the past and not make excuses about moving forward. Easier said than done, I thought. I'll give it my best. I want to dance with grieving, and I'm going to hold on to the light. No question. Em's comments opened a door in my mind. Was I making excuses? Was I holding on tight to the past? As I reflected on it for the remainder of the day, overnight and into the morning of the next day, I realized I was making excuses. I even caught myself making them. But once you know what you're doing, you have a chance to correct it and change your course. That's what I intended to do. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I hope today is a wonderful day, and tomorrow is even better for you. Never quit. Never give up. If you like this podcast, please subscribe to get notification of future episodes. You can also check out my blog, Looking on the Bright Side, at www.dancingalone530.com. It's all positive and uplifting. If you have any questions about my grieving experience or want to share your grieving experience with me, please email me at ray 
at gmail.com. Have a great day. Stay strong and never quit. Never give up.